Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for the Live to 110 podcast. My name is Wendy Myers. You can learn more about me at myersdetox.com. Today, we have my very good friend, Warren Phillips, and his one of his partners, Dr. Shane Morris, on the show today. And we're going to be talking about detox pathways. We'll be talking about different types of binders that you can use to clear up the detox pathways, what make the detox pathways break down and no longer work anymore and how that affects your body. Lots of amazing tips and tricks for all you detox fanatics out there on the show today. And I'm really excited. I have a new quiz that you can take to assess your heavy metal toxicity load. You can go to metalsquiz.com and take the quiz and find out if you have a low kind of medium or high risk for heavy metal toxicity and what you can do about it. So go to metalsquiz.com to take the quiz. Today, we have Dr. Shane Morris and Warren Phillips on the show. Dr. Shane Morris is a PhD. Uh, He's works at Systemic Formulas and is a published molecular biologist, herbomolic detoxification expert. Uh, Dr. Morris's specialty and research is in the body's epigenetic response to herbal nutrition and microbiome technologies. Dr. Morris's cutting edge research is recognized as exactly what is needed for nutritional solutions in the 21st century. Dr. Morris's research is chronicled in a series of research reports available to health professionals. Warren Phillips, our other guest on the show today, has received his master's in geology in 2000 with a focus on heavy metal toxicity and human exposure pathways in air, soil, and water. He published his research and decided to help clean up the planet as a career. Warren started his career as a credentialed environmental geologist in Montana, and his background in chemistry and environmental science led him to understand the impact synthetic chemicals, heavy metals, and environmental toxins have upon the human condition. Unfortunately, he did not realize he would be the ultimate test case for environmental and heavy metal poisoning while on the job performing abandoned mine federal used defense sites and other environmental cleanups and these metal exposures he he dealt with um, uh, even with best practices left him sick hopeless and at times struggling struggling to find a reason to live he was very very ill and his battle with labels such as fibromyalgia anxiety weight gain insomnia and numerous other health challenges sent him on a journey with the traditional medical community uh, and they could not answer and like many people today and after years of trying he finally explored alternative and natural methods for heavy metal detoxification dietary changes and cellular support that restored his health after over five years of doing the right things After he got healthy again, he knew it was for a bigger purpose. Uh, Knowing he could impact upon those in need like himself, he pursued partnering with independent healthcare practitioners to empower them and the public to protect themselves from being compromised by environmental illness uh, that the mainstream medical community and field didn't yet understand. Warren has now served this mission for 12 years, empowering health experts creating unique detoxification supplements and educating the public through podcasts and seminars. 
Warren left his traditional career in environmental consulting in 2005 and is now the co-founder of Revelation Health LLC, a wellness company dedicated to answering the call of individuals searching for health answers. You can find Warren at revelationhealth.com. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Wendy. So what I want to do now is really introduce you to the man of the hour here, Dr. Shane Morris, real quick. I know a little bit about Shane, and he's going to tell you about his legacy and his family. He comes from a long line of healers and scientists. His grandfather, Doc Wheelwright, is world-renowned, traveled the world, um, a crazy man, brilliant, uh, off the charts brilliant, and you know their legacy is actually incredible. But actually, instead of me telling that story, you tell them that story about kind of the legacy that uh, your family has and while while you're on this journey i'm a sick guy you know that that fell into natural health and the movement but your family actually have been on this um for for generations yeah um for at least a generation and it's it's a pretty powerful story yeah so it's in our genetics yeah our, it goes back away <laughs> uh, my grandfather of course he was an uh, like i said a renowned herbologist and traveled the world and back early on he started a company called life centers and then that company eventually split into uh, systemic formulas and another one called Propac. And, and the mm -hmm. family kind of took two different kind of companies and kept them going. I started with one back in the 80s. And that's when I learned how to formulate. I learned how to run operations and production and many, many talents on the floor. You know, we made a lot of products that in the 80s were, you know, unheard of. It was all natural products. And we were the first people going to APA meetings, the first people going to you know supply shows. We were bringing materials into the country from all over the world, and the FDA didn't know what to do with them at that point because it was right. so early in, in generation of this industry. And then as we evolved, I decided our industry not only needed to continue to help people you know, from a healing standpoint, but we mm -hmm. need some validation. So I pursued some degrees. I got my chemistry micro bachelor's, and then I pursued a master's, and then I got a, a PhD in biochemistry, and then, of course, a master's in business, all along the journey to help guide us into a sustainable future, not just um, a healing future, but one that where we can substantiate a lot of our products with science. And, right. and we can do things you know, clinically that we couldn't do before, and we can measure our results. That was all before that wasn't easy to do, and now we can do that. And that's really what brings us to where we are now, where we can take all these healing herbs and nutrients and foods, and we can understand them better which means we can also study them and, and apply them to conditions like detoxification in a way that you've never applied them before. And I think one of our key phrases is cellular detoxification. Right? Right. That's, that's so much different than just detoxification, which as we all know, whether you go back into any book, biblical and so on, detoxification has been a term used in every culture for millennia. We need to get down to the 80,000 toxins that we're now exposed to and to do that, we call it cellular detoxification because it, it changed your way of thinking. It's not simply a fast. It's not simply um, a lot of water or um, bowel movements. It's way more than that. And we all like pooping. Those are important. Yeah, yeah those are important. <laughs> yeah. But it's more, and it's a lot more to, to be effective. And that's right. kind of what brings us to today, you know, the pathways of detoxification. Before we jump into the pathways, what yeah. I want to share, Wendy, is what I find really interesting about his story is that his uh, grandfather would go under the – into like witch doctors, if you will, right into the Brazilian rainforest and, and the Amazon and the Amazon and, and hang out with all these tribes learning these herbs. And, you know, and there's some for rite of passage. There's some for, you know, health and healing, you know, different ailments and 
um, even uh, spiritual journeys, if you will. I don't know. He probably did some of that stuff. Yeah, I'm not sure. sure. I think um, he did, yeah. He, yeah. So, but now it's what ancient cultures have learned from the earth for health, healing, detoxification. If you get poisoned, you take another herb to get that out of your system or to render it harmless, however that would be. Now, this generation, we're actually putting science to some of the herbal frequencies, energies, uh, detoxification, obviously, but the healing modalities, this herbal omics, how herbs affect your genetics. Shane is able to do some of those cool things yeah. now and work with the microbiome and a lot of the different things we're able to do. So we're taking the stuff that was anecdotal and really applying the science to it. Right. Shane's also published a few papers yeah. too on the, that stuff. The exciting thing about us, we're validating our earlier beliefs. We're not unvalidated. You know, there we're not people see science sometimes as the bad guy, the bully, when really what it's showing is that a lot of our ancient ethnobotanical beliefs are real and they can be validated. So we don't need to abandon them. We need to embrace them. And that's the power of science to help you give that extra bit of information for every group that we talk to, not just the people that already already embrace healing. We can now involve people that didn't used to embrace healing. We can give them science and now they embrace it. So it really brings those two very diametrically opposed concepts together. It's a bridge. Yeah, and the one reason yeah, like the bridge. one reason I didn't jump into natural health and healing, Wendy, because I was told growing up that stuff didn't work yeah. or it was the, the fringe people, um, you know, just lump that all together. But today that's not the case, and there is a lot of science. So yeah. I'll stop with that. That's the, that's yes. the fun in the pathways, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's awful. talk about that. Let's talk about the various detoxification pathways and how exactly they remove various toxins from the body. Yeah, so we have a number of pathways and we generically refer to them over the years as um, phase one, phase two detox and, and recently you've heard of phase three. Most of these pathways happen in the liver, which is why we really focus on our liver to as a detoxification, mm -hmm. whether it's you know, alcohol overdose or, you know, chemical exposure, even heavy metals. You know, in the past, medically, we focus on the liver. And then following the liver, you look at the kidneys and the colon for the elimination. That's getting rid of a lot of the toxins that the liver has processed, right? And right. those are the key organs we focused on. And we've called it phase one, phase two, phase three. Chemically speaking, phase one happens to have in the liver or in the cells a group of enzymes that essentially oxidize toxins. So if, you, if you've uh, consumed glyphosate, for example, the first thing that it does is it passes through the liver, the bloodstream, mm -hmm. passes through the liver. The liver tries to oxidize glyphosate. And then the second phase two is where it attaches things like methyl groups, glutathione, sugars, and those attachments to a chemical or to a compound, even if it's heavy metal, that targets that compound for elimination. So phase three is elimination. So now the body says, look, this one's been methylated, acetylated, um, it might have glutathione attached, that says, okay, get rid of this chemical, let's run it through the, the gallbladder, let's put it in the bile and it gets secreted into the colon, or let's throw it to the kidney, get rid of it, or even push it to the skin, depending on where the detoxification happens. Yeah, so phase, th phase three is like taking out the trash, basically. Taking out the trash, exactly. So those are the phases that we understand, and those are essentially cellular phases on a, on a macro scale. But, was but that what, why my brother stunk when after he'd go out partying? Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. I always wondered why. It was phase three. Alcohol creates a lot of aldehydes, and aldehydes, mm -hmm. you know, stink on your breath and other things. Now, those are the ways we used to think of it, and that's brilliant. Those, those are still very effective. The liver's important. You guys have heard the cytochrome enzymes? 
the cytochrome enzymes are found in the liver. Those are the, those are the detoxifying enzymes. Mm -hmm. uh, glutathione transferases, methylases, cetylases, those are all enzymes in the liver that help us get rid of toxins. But where does that happen? So I want to take this deeper. So those are the phase one, phase two, phase three. But those happen, when we think of a tissue, that's fantastic, right? We're thinking of the skin, the liver, the kidney. Focusing on the liver, that's the tissue. But what about the cells? What's happening inside the cells? And what we've studied, and, and the reason we focus on this, is everything happens inside the cell. The liver is made of cells. And in that, inside each cell in the liver, there's something called the smooth endoplasmic reticulum. That's a big word, I know. It's like the nucleus that holds the DNA. It's another organelle. But because the smooth endoplasmic reticulum, or called the ER for short, mm -hmm. because the ER is its entire job is to manage toxins. So all those enzymes we spoke about in phase one and phase two, they all exist inside the ER, inside the cells, inside the liver. Only in the liver cells? They're in other cells as well. But the liver, because it's the main organ that does this work, it has a larger, by orders of magnitude, sizes of ER in the cells. So if you look at a cell, it's packed full of ER in the liver because it's a detoxification cell which means it needs a lot of workers in there doing it. That's the ER. So inside the cell, we focus on the ER. The ER needs special nutrients. It needs special herbal components. It needs special uh, minerals to help drive it, right? It needs a lot of energy. It uses a lot of energy called ATP. Mm -hmm. So now we're looking inside the cell in the ER to say, if the ER is unhealthy, then the liver's unhealthy, then the human's unhealthy, and that's really how you build up from inside the cell. And that's kind of our, our niche. That's what we focus mm -hmm. on when we when we formulate or when we do our research. We look deep inside to find out what's actually doing the work. Yeah, so how does some of these detox pathways get shut down? Because many people know they need to detox. They test for lead and mercury and arsenic and other metals on their metals test, but many times people are too sick to detox, and they have to do some things to kind of... Uh, clear their detox pathways. So, so first, let's start with what can shut down a detox pathway. That's a great, great point. I mean, that 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 leads us back to the cell. So, when you have the ER that requires all those things, as I mentioned. So, imagine um, during phase two, if you don't have enough glutathione, then the ER is going to shut down because it can't. It needs glutathione to attach to compounds like mercury, for example, to shuttle it out of the body. Well, if you're not making enough glutathione then you have to slow down production. You have to slow down everything, and so you bind up those pathways. The same thing can happen with methylation. If you don't have enough methylation going on, which includes things like B12, you know, mm -hmm. methylcobalamin, it includes the methyl tetrahydrofolate, and that also speaks to the genetic component that we have where we can be weak in some of these enzymes and weak in some of these pathways genetically, so we have to ramp up the amount of methylfolates we eat we have to ramp up the B12 we eat, we have to ramp up the glutathione we take, and so on, in order to, to supercharge these pathways. Another really strong association is between the mitochondria and the ER. So if your energy factories, mitochondria, are having trouble, they're not making enough ATP, you shut down your pathways. That exactly. immediately can, you define, can you define methylation for anyone who may not know what that is? Yeah, it's a good call. Methylation is, in chemically speaking, a methyl group is a CH3. That's not important, but what it means is that little chemical gets attached to a number of other chemicals in your body. That's called methylation. So if we methylate DNA, that can be act as a switch to turn DNA on and off. 
That's called an epigenetic switch, and it's done by methylating DNA and unmethylating DNA. That's a switch on and off. You can methylate a compound and create dopamine, so it's used to make neurotransmitters. You can also methylate compounds to signal them to be destroyed or to be, um, like I say, take the trash out. That's a phase two process of methylation. So you're adding a chemical compound to something else, whether it be to mercury, to glyphosate, to uh, plasticizers, you can methylate in order to target some of these compounds out of the body, as well as other a number of other things. Yeah. And so, so what are some of your, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, I was going to kind of put that into reality about methylation, because I am drinking out of plastic today, and I normally am <laughs> yeah. a million years to do that, but I'm down here with Dr. Hey, Shane. Hey, you can't want them all, special, so you have With to do our that. special project um, that we'll tell you about later, but you know, methylation um, is so key because when I was sick and stressed out, you exercise, you know, that causes toxins that need to be methylated, correct? Yeah, yeah those are metabolic, you know, metabolic wastes. Metabolic wastes, yeah. yeah. Or um, you, your cortisol levels are high and because you're stressed out over something and you need methylation for that. Right. Or um, you're going through um, women's menstrual cycles. Lots of methylation needs to happen with the hormones. Um, yeah. Same with guys, you know. Um, so we have all those things going on with methylation. Then you add toxins you right. you know all those things and none the reason i'm saying this is methylation was really key for me to start getting my brain to work better to get that cellular right. energy working better i was just deficient in in methylation and methylation was a game changer for me so from a practical standpoint the sick guy versus the scientist uh the methylation really fixed a lot of those issues where i could start working out again yeah where i could start detoxing again and it was just a real blessing well, he, he brings up a physiological phenomenon called the priority principle too because if you're going to if you need methylation for some of the physiological uh, biochemistry it's going to steal from still to make sure you maintain the safety ones and you ignore the ones that can go on for a while and that's what happens with people is they get they're surviving and it's they're feeling okay, mm -hmm. but they're robbing from other areas that over time build up and then pretty soon they crash because the body's going to prioritize daily survival as opposed to long-term survival. And yeah. so the methylation that happens later, and that's how um, we pass it on to our children. You know, epigenetics passes on. So when you don't methylate your DNA in, like, let's say, eggs in the ovary or in the spermazoa, you you pass those loss of methylation on because the body knows that that's not an immediate risk. Eggs and sperm aren't immediate risk to you. Mm -hmm. So you pass those on to your next generation if you're not properly um, nutrient dense to, to methylate properly. But yeah, it's a priority principle. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's why a lot of people today are, they build up a lot of toxins in their body. Their body is trying to methylate them, detox them, get them out of the body. Yeah. And it does that at, at the expense, this is generally speaking, of hormone production, of energy exactly. production, of other uh, really important functions in the body. Um, so let's talk a little bit about uh, what are some of your favorite binders. So binders really important in detoxification. Um, like what toxin binders work best and why? Yeah, we like a lot of binders, and we and you'll notice that we use a number of different binders for a lot of reasons. And that's a great question because I think that's a question that people really miss. I, I would say they misstate binder efficacy. For example. Let's talk about, we have zeolites or clinoptilolites, right? Those are aluminum silicates. Those are, those are really mineral binders. Inorganic binders. Inorganic binders. And then we have um, things like fulvates and humates, which people have heard of. There's also, and I always make, there's lignate, lignites as well that fall in that category. And before and you mentioned it was fulvic and humic acid is how it's yeah, primarily known as. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I call them fulvates and humates, but yes, yeah, fulvic acid, humic acid. 
there's one called it's 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 out of um, Ayurvedic medicine. It's schedulite, and I never say it right, but that is that's very similar from a composition to the humates, humic and fulvates. And then we have things like chlorella, um, blue green algae, chlorophyll, um, carbon. Carbon's a great one. So, so as you run the spectrum, we're going from really inorganic to really organic, and, and they all have different properties. And that's really important because when we talk about binding up metals, remember, metals have a positive charge. Right. All heavy metals have a positive charge, metals in general. And we know that the best binders for those tend to be something like a chelator, which can be like EDTA or mm -hmm. DMSA, which are specific to chelating minerals. And then we take into consideration the clinoptilolites or the zeolites. They also bind positively charged metals. And we'll get back to some other cool features with those, but that, those are good metal binders. They're, they do it through a what's it's a cage and it's called um, ion exchange. Uh, not something we'll go into today, but it, they do really good job of binding up minerals. Then as we move down the spectrum to let's say the humates and humic acid, fulvic acid, lignates, and so on, they also can bind heavy metals. And they, and they tend to bind as well some organics. Now we're getting into a complex, they're really complex organic molecules that can do a little bit of both. They can bind up some heavy metals. They contain heavy metals too in a lot of sources. And so does zeolites when you first get them out of the ground. So it's a risk that we'll talk about later as well. They're like filters. Earth's yeah. Filters for sure. And so they already contain a lot of heavy metals that we have to deal with. So they do a little bit of double nature, both the mineral, minerals and some organic. Organics, mm -hmm. I mean things like pesticides or mycotoxins and so on. Not well, they don't bind those well, but we're starting to get in that. And then we have things like uh, chlorella and chlorophyll. Uh, again, we're back to some of the minerals, not and a little bit of the organics, but they're much. They're called much weaker binders. So you'll notice that some people that are sensitive to binding tend to, to gravitate towards those uh, binders that are the chlorella, the blue-green algae, the chlorophyll. I, I wanna say something now as we get into the detail. The, those binders, the chlorella, chlorophyll, and so on, they're metabolized to some extent by the microbiome. So some of the benefit that we think we're getting as a detoxification agent is really they're being altered by our microbiome into other compounds, and those are part of the benefits. Mm. It's not that they're actually binding toxins. It's that they're doing a nutritive job to the microbiome. And that's some of the benefit that we're actually experiencing. Yeah, because opposed... like chlorella and algae are very nutritious. And they do, they do have a lot of health benefits and because mm -hmm. people are very mineral deficient and nutrient deficient today. So they, right. they prop people up and get, get them feeling a little bit better. But what are some of the problems with chlorella? It's not something that I've used uh, on my detox program for various reasons. Uh, what are some of the problems that you found with chlorella and other types of algaes? Well, what we found with them is they're, they're great. Like you say, nutritive, I'm all for them. Uh, you know, you bring that green color in and our body loves that. The microbiome loves it. I, I haven't found them to be very effective binders, especially when you're trying to detoxify effectively. They're really not, they just don't fall on that spectrum. You, you would have to eat so much of those to even begin to detox, um, really detox, it's not worth it. I mean, you're probably contributing more to the problem than you would be the benefit. So we like to focus on the true binders, the zeolite, the clinoptilolites, the EDTA, and on the other end of the spectrum, carbons pure, highly refined carbons, whether they be uh, the, the really fine, fine nanoparticles or even fullerenes, which are cages. Those are the two spectrums we like to live in. We also do a little bit with the humic acid and the fulvic acid, but our, our really our, our focus is on those, the silica-based 
and all the way to the carbon side. The carbon side gives us all the organic binding we want. The, those will bind up pesticides and PCBs and all sorts of great binding capacity there on the carbon side. And then on the mineral side, we, we, we turn to the clinotillite. Yeah, Warren, you, we, we had talked the other day and you had said that you found with chlorella, you found with testing that you just didn't find that chlorella would result in uh, metals being excreted on tests following supplementing chlorella for a period of time, correct? Yeah, we couldn't. Um, we worked with uh, doctor's data test kits, um, even try to run some tests um, with them, um, with the, the upper people there on many of the things that we try because we're the, again, Dan and I were the sick guys that, that uh, really are passionate about detoxification because once you start being able to detox again, your hormones start to balance. It's a causational strategy, right? Mercury amalgam removal, you've had lots of, you know, lots of calls on that. Mold remediation, making sure you remove this, properly remove the source of mold. Uh, anything that's causational. So detoxification is huge and, and it's destroying lives. So we would, you know, really be an advocate for that. And so we would attract, oh, we have this product, that product, this zeolite, um, that zeolite. And so we start testing a lot of these things along with Shane. Um, you've been do friends with um, Dr. Pompa for like 15 years, for me like 12 years, um, maybe longer with Dan. Um, no, we, that's we, about, about right. Yeah, it's about right. And so when we test these things, they really either would cause a whole bunch of symptoms or just not really show up at all. We couldn't move any numbers, even even slightly. You know, and then there's no perfect test, but in through all the experts we've talked to over the years, and the things that really get people well, right? That's what we're focused on here. What gets somebody well? What's not just um, a placebo effect, which is highly effective, up to 50%. And God bless placebo, especially when it's an, a nutraceutical that's not harming you or poisoning you or destroying a pathway or causing cancer or whatever. So God bless the placebo effect. Hey, and everything works by placebo to a degree. Yeah. 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 So you have Love to believe. Yeah. yeah. And the way that we have to test things so that we can be advocates for it, so that we can speak with authority and passion, is that we have to know that it's doing something within the body, that it's doing what it should should do, and we can measure that scientifically so that we have that passion about it. So everything that we've tested over the years really didn't lay that out, right? But the carbons, we've seen that it changed um, test, test scores where, you're, where someone who is um, full of biotoxins, now you can't measure the biotoxin, but you can watch their immune response, you know, go from highly, highly reactive to normalized by adding that carbon and binding up that toxic biocomplex. You know, with our well, and, and to mention that, and that found its way into emergency rooms. By the way, uh, now that you know we've been using carbons for decades, but if you go to the emergency room because you accidentally drank some Drano or you drank uh, herbicide, you know, or your child did, the first thing they're going to do is give them a ton of carbon. Right. So it's it's our industry's moved it into mainstream emergency because it works, and yeah, so we know that work. it's it's an effective tool. So, and when it comes to binders. Uh, the heavy metal thing was huge for me, and I have a master's degree in toxicology and chemistry, analytical chemistry, chemistry master's degrees. I worked with analytical chemistry, uh, binding of sulfides in um, sediments, like this was my thing. So it's kind of weird that I'm now into the binding of, of heavy metals, but the reason I bring up sulfides is because the, the dual fuel group or the uh, on a DMSA molecule, it's a double fuel group, it is a sulfohedral group that binds heavy metals. These sulfur compounds are really, glutathione has a single uh, DMSA, DMPS, they're double field group binders, crab claw binders, correct, yeah. Dr. Yeah. Shane? So 
that was my what we used in nature in these sulfide sediments that would bind up these heavy, heavy metals. They might oxidize, release them in the environment. Again, this is why when they, you know, environmental people get upset because when you take an, um, an anoxic or a no oxygen rock that's buried deep and you expose it to oxygen and rain, it breaks these bond, bound, these, this bound, you know, ox, oxy, um, usually they're iron oxy hydroxides. Then these metals are released into your water and then you drink them. It makes you sick. So how do you get them out of your body? Um, let alone sticking amalgam fillings in your mouth and poisoning yourself with mercury. It's super high levels that exceeds the EPA limits. I had to throw that in there, get them out properly, talk to Wendy. But these, uh, when we lost the MSA, this double fuel group, crab club binder, we were in search. And this is where we started working with Dr. Shane and others um, and moved to what else is natural, safe, effective, that's easily accessible, that you don't need a, um, a script for. So these are naturally occurring compounds. Uh, zeolite, for example, we know that's, that's brought out of the ground. There are synthetic versions we, we don't use. We only use natural. But that raises the concern with any natural product, what comes with it, are the toxins. Because in nature, things like clinoptolite purifies its surroundings, purifies water, purifies things, but it traps all the heavy metals. So when we bring it in, into our facility and we test it, it's already loaded with heavy metals, and that's true for every sample I've ever tested. So anybody using natural clinoptilolite, their zeolites in general, they're, they're full of heavy metals. So our first goal was to clean up the clinoptilolite, for lack of a better word. I mean, we wanted to get it clean. We wanted to get it down to sub part per million levels, and that was our goal, and we achieved that goal. Uh, we've, you know, we've actually filed for some IP over that process, but we have now a clinoptilolite that is cleaner than the average city's water supply. And it started out extremely high. I mean, you know, it's scary to even bring it up. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of people in our industry, Wendy, I mean, they boohoo clinoptolite um, because it is toxic. And they say you can't use it. There's right. other things saying, hey, it's this, it's that. But um, it's, they don't think about these things in the natural health world at times. But someone who's gotten sick, the last thing we can do and someone who has a history like Dr. Shane does doing this for over 20 years, he isn't like um, decide to throw a supplement together or do something over a year or six months and say, hey, I can start a business yeah. and products out on the market that um, hurt people, you know, um, and you can get away with it, unfortunately, in the industry. So we test everything. Not well, on, it, yeah. So, it, you know, you guys both mentioned the, the placebo effect. Most clinoptilolites, when you look at the label, and, and we're becoming better label re readers, but if you look at a label, you're going to see that it's there, it's present at what we call microgram quantities. So microgram is, that's one millionth of a gram. It's extremely small quantities. And the reason they're doing that is because when they bring it in-house, they realize it's full of heavy metals, so they have to dilute it. They have to keep diluting it, diluting it, diluting it. Now they get it down to where the heavy metals don't show up, but now it's ineffective. If you eat a, a mic, you know, couple hundred micrograms of clinoptilolite, you're not really – when that delivers into the body, there's no binding capacity. You're not going to bind anything because you now distributed micrograms. It, it's a literally like saying that you can eat one tiny grain of protein the size of a piece of salt a day and expect it to help you. It will not help you. And so they, what they've done is they've created this dilution effect, and now they're saying that's helpful because of the nature of clinoptilolite that it binds. But no, not at those levels. It's not effective. So that's why we did the cleanup step so that we could start giving to 
the formula is high doses of clinoptilolite. Yeah, and this is the, the secret high. project we're starting to yes. you know yeah. to talk about. Yeah, as we mentioned earlier in the show. <laughs> this would be the, the, the only the second podcast where um, we're talking about this. Yeah, we want much higher levels secret project, so that we know, can bind. Uh, it's no different than what you mentioned with the DMSA and the EDTA. It requires a certain amount to actually be effective in the body, right? Mm-hmm. Just like anything else. I mean, you know, to have ginkgo biloba work, you need certain milligrams. To have yeah, the active uh, dose. phospholipids work, you need an active dose, and and that's true for this compound as well. And people have ignored that. That's yeah, and, and you a, can see it in the in the research um, yeah. when you take the active dose, you can move a heavy metals test challenge um, or a heavy metal test score. Yeah, you can you can challenge. and you can see excretion when it's at the active dose, but if it's not there. Um, and you're hiding it with either because you have dirty clinoptilolite and you know when you test your product, it's not going to meet CGP and standards. So we get to dilute it down by 10x um, to get it there. Um, we've eliminated a lot of that, yeah. you know, and through this uh, patent pending prize, he's one of the inventors. So we do want to talk about that at some point, um, Wendy, because it's I think it's going to be highly valuable to be able to offer that to your um, actually, they can go to um, Real Detox now to learn a little bit about it as we move on. So realdetoxnow.com. But um, let's yeah, so- keep rocking. So two of the main characteristics of this zeolite is one, you want the cages, you you want those stable and you want them large enough to hold heavy metals or other toxins. And secondly, you want them clean to begin with. So they're empty when you start out. So those are the two aspects that we targeted as a goal and we completed that. So we have now a number of different sizes of clinoptilolite. So the cages vary and then we have cleaned it ahead of time. And that's that's really the attributes that we wanted setting setting this goal in so what, we're, we're what we've done in our in our um, our little secret project, Wendy, um, that we've been working on actually for a while, is we've uh, essentially take we're taking buildings, um, if you will. So a building. This is a great analogy that I think we just shared the other day on a video. There's this building and it's full of people, and the people um, are the toxins, or the lead, the mercury, arsenic, and this huge skyscraper. All these little apartments, and they're full of people. So before we um, decide to, to break this building down into just single rooms or a single cage, we had to get rid of these bad tenants, meaning the leads, the mercuries, and leads love, uh, and it's one of the highest levels in all of our bodies because of the lead generation. It's just replete in our environment. A lot of lead and high, high levels of lead and even mercury uh, inside of clinoptolites and carbons and things like this. So we had to get out the bad tenants, clean out all the rooms, and then we come in and decide, okay, how can we scientifically and um, using mass, spectro- mass spectrometry mm-hmm. prove that we're breaking these rooms up into three rooms, one room, uh, sometimes like a half room. It still has an ion exchange capacity, but break these rooms down, maybe a group of six rooms and some larger even particles that wouldn't leave the gut, leave some of those rooms around as well through this uh, patent pending process that Dr. Shane um, and some other scientists have uh, created along with us to create clean rooms to grab up these uh, these toxins. So it's yeah. been a lot of fun. And that's no reflection on how we feel about people by calling yeah, yeah. heavy metals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, um, so you created a supplement called Cytodetox. So what led you to discovering this detox supplement that you're now, that you've created? Well, I mean, that's, you know, it's a culmination of years and years. Yeah. yeah. It's at the DMSA thing, you know, um, people getting symptoms at just being hard on people, um, something that's safe, easy and effective, something that can scale uh, even more into um, into the public market that uh, just helps people. Now, we had the first generation of Cyto. It was great. 
Um, but we have the new and improved version and for some of the folks that um, uh, on your viewing audience that are using um, Cyto Original, Cyto Detox Original. Uh, this is the new and improved version where we've done some really cool things. Maybe we should talk about that. Yes, so, yeah, yeah. How did, how, how did right? you have like a version 2.0? What, what are the improvements on your old formulation that you have? Well, I think the first one we already talked about is yeah. that we, um, we cleaned, cleaned it. it. We cleaned it and activated it um, to a very high level. We got out the out of the cages. We let out the bad guys out of the cages. So the cages are clean. So our raw material that we started with was very clean, activated. Um, if you don't clear out the bad guys, at the toxins, and you make a product, you have a product that has the bad guys on. Now you have the risk of it coming off. And two, that binding site is no longer available. That room is filled. So we had to start off with that. So we that was the raw material. And then the second level would be the range of, of, of rooms that we created, the different one-bedroom houses up to 10-bedroom homes, yeah. if you will. So the size range. And Dr. Shane can explain that a little bit better. This sounds yeah, more like real estate development than detail. I know, yeah. <laughs> but I, I want to connect with the consumer here, right? Yeah, and getting rid of people Actually, out of homes. Actually, you, you tell them about that. I'm going to run out and get a cage right out of my truck. So I'm going to bring it over here. We have a... Go on and tell them, okay. and I'll grab a cage. So right the back. reason we wanted to break the cages down is there's there's a phenomenon known that when, when you eat a when you eat a building in this case it's the building that building's going to remain or remain in the GI system. It's going to stay in the GI tract and it's not going to be able to make it past any of your our cell walls, you know, any of the barriers, the intestinal barriers. So that's the first piece, and we want some of that there. But the other aspects of that when we broke the cages down to one room bedrooms or two or three, we found that they're soluble. They became a soluble compound, so that, they, that what that means is they weren't a solid that you would see, you know, a, a gray material at the bottom. They're they're now soluble. They're floating in the liquid. Because of that, we were able to apply a different technique that's been used by pharma companies for a long time, and it's called liposomes. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. a double membrane sphere that looks a lot like a little baby cell, and when you can place something inside of a liposome, it actually gets it into the bloodstream or the lymphatic system pretty effectively. And they've used it for drugs in a number of applications and been very successful. So the science for liposome was out there. We just had to duplicate it. And by duplicating it, we were able to take these smaller room clinitolite and place them inside of liposomes so they could be delivered into the tissue. Now we have clinitolite going into the tissue and remaining in the GI tract. And those are the two areas that we really wanted to accomplish. And that way, what we could do is we could guarantee that some of the clinophilolite was available for binding inside the bloodstream or the lymphatic tissue as well as trapping anything that was released into the GI tract. So we have the, the variable sizes that allow us to get into different parts of the body. It's pretty and exciting. we use liposomal technology to accomplish that. And that, like I said, that's a, that's a pretty accomplished science. And he has a cage here. <laughs> We're going to do, do a visual, visual example. Yes. So that's kind of what zeolite looks structurally. Yeah, that's a cage. And imagine inside are going to be the heavy metals. And you can maybe fit even more than one depending on the cage size. Yeah. So that's it. All that for... Now imagine, you know, this is <laughs> this is a larger one. And we've broken into smaller ones, right? This is the one room. This is the two room. This is the three room. And so on. So the smaller ones are able to fit inside of the liposome. And that those can be delivered um, into the system into the lymphatic system and to do its work inside and yeah that's how we guide and we use mass spec to decide how big they are and they range anywhere from 200 to over 2000 daltons and that's how we measure our 
our science. Yeah, and I've, I've never heard of a zeolite being delivered liposomally. Is this the only one on the market? As far as we know, yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't heard of it. I've typed it in, um, you yeah. know, and it, it doesn't exist. We didn't even think about that. We just thought about how can we make um, this better? How can we make a bigger difference in people's lives? How can we make sure that we're getting more of it um, um, into the body where it belongs so that it's uh, getting out there doing its work and moving through the system and, and helping people? Because toxicity is just it's rampant. It's, it's destroying lives. Wendy, your whole mission in life and, and brand um, and how you help people and experts you do, you know that this is, you know, causational strategies and detoxification. I mean, of course, you got to support people. You got to have good thought life and, you know, um, you know, all those things in that hope that's necessary. But man, if you can't detox and your hormones are dysregulated, you know, you don't have a really good mindset. So this, uh, I mean, obviously, it's from the suffering that, that I've gone through. Um, and Shane actually believes me that it's real. Uh, it's a lot of people didn't, right, back in the day. They just said, you're nuts, you know. But uh, now it's so cool that science validates, you know, the, 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 the fears and the worry and the concern over these toxins. This isn't, uh, this isn't voodoo, you yeah, know. Yeah, it it's very scary when there's, you know there's something wrong in your body and you're going to the doctors and they're like, there's, there's, they said there's nothing wrong, all your tests are normal, and you know something's wrong and you just so many people out there spend tens of thousands if not more on searching for the answers and it's it's right there in in front of people that, it, that we know that our environment is full of toxins and we have to find a way to remove those from our body so right. um so there's a lot of you know info information on the internet uh scare tactics if you will about uh, toxins in zeolite and you kind of touched on this a little bit but I wanted to elaborate this a little bit more because there's some differentiation that people need to make that say you just because you see zeolite on a bottle doesn't mean that you know there's 20 products there's a whole range of variation in quality and efficacy and perhaps even toxin levels in those product based on how they were produced based on if they were washed or not so unfortunately there's a lot of marketing going on on the internet that talks about how that there's toxins in zeolite don't buy this buy buy my product right here so let's discuss that a little bit um about how not all zeolites are created equal in regards to toxin levels in the zeolite yeah we we tested as many as we get our hands on and Coming from nature, they were all toxic. There, there are less than, well, I only found one other product where they had a cleaning step and it was out of Europe. So it wasn't even available here in the States unless you, know, you ordered it through European online. The rest of them here, they were all highly riddled with heavy metals or they diluted them so far down, they were no longer dangerous, the product was no longer dangerous, but the zeolites that were present were no longer effective. Yeah. yeah. And that was the more common, you know, I've probably tested 20 products on the market right now. And, and it's true. It's either they're, they're there and, you know, they're running a risk or they diluted it. And there's one other place, one of the companies cleaned it. And that's, that's really the summary of it so far in, in 20 different examples. Uh, the toxins exist. That's why we, we did the due diligence to get rid of them because yes. they are there. So there and is they're there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the humic acids, they're there in the fulvic acids. We've had to do that in every ingredient that we bring in. We have to clean it if it is already one of those ingredients that in nature binds up toxins because it's going to be bound up with toxins. It's the same thing with your uh, algaes we talked about earlier. Algaes bind toxins extremely well. So we have to get al or toxin-free algaes, and that's going to be true across the board. 
and I came on board with him and he and Dr. Pompa because my mission is it's not a simple solution. You don't just get to do one thing. It's a complex solution for a complex problem. And the science that we apply to it deals with getting the right raw materials, you know, clean, good raw materials, but also taking into consideration all the cellular components that need the healing to happen, right? So we talked about endoplasmic reticulum. So we put this product in in the schema of glutathione and other carbons and other things. So there's, it's not, again, it's a very complex solution that we teach and train on because there is no such thing as a one hit wonder. You know, these, 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 like you say, the, the media and other people, even movie stars that are promoting three day detox. It's just not real. Those, no. those can't be real no. because you didn't get sick in three days and heaven knows that's not how you're going to get well either. Yeah, so there are there are very legitimate concerns about um, articles on the internet saying there's toxins in zeolite and don't take zeolites. But you you like you said, there's there's different products in your product, Cyto Detox. You've put so much research into it, and we know that you've done testing and that there it's no there's no toxins in it. It's extremely low to where it's not going to get into your body. Right, and you know, and it's funny like some of those folks that. say that they're pitching another product saying don't exactly. use the so it's always a marketing and that and that's fine you know but you know, you gotta you gotta know what you're using know what you take and you know uh for us especially me i got sick so the last thing i would i would puke jump off a bridge essentially if i hurt anyone especially because the, the detox when you when you have mercury poisoning lead and just when you suffer like that chronic pain fibromyalgia chronic fatigue brain fog you know those mitochondrial dysfunction um, that comes along with toxicity, it's it's a sad place to be. And um, all we want to do is develop things and help people and educate to where we, we give hope, you know, and, and hope alone. You know, the product is is awesome. It does what it says it does, and it's wonderful. But the hope that it can give you, the, the belief that, you know, as you do this program, as you do something with you, Wendy, and you walk through it with people together, um, that hope is energy. And that energy moves you down the path towards healing. And the body heals every time when you remove the interference. And toxicity is being one of those. And without hope, uh, it's really hard to detox, in my opinion. You know, So that's one of the reasons we create these products is they're inspirational products. They're revolutionary. They're cutting edge. So that even someone who's even challenged in doing something, man, this is hope for me. And our hope and belief is that it's going to help them in a massive way. So... And we always encourage research us. I have no, we're, we're completely, you know, we, we're in for the long haul. We, we want to be in business for a hundred years. We're not out to be the quick flash in the, you know, fashion. So we flash in the pan, I should say Yeah. we want, you know, research us, look into our stuff, uh, call us, ask questions, ask the toughest questions on the planet. We have no problem with that. Whatsoever. I have another tough question. Of, yeah. uh, so I've read some concerns that there's uh, metals and liquid zeolites that can leach into liquid in which they're suspended. And so we, we touch on it a little bit, but I know that people have these questions because when I do post about yeah. zeolite, I get these same questions over and over. So what are your thoughts on that? On, yeah, on, on pow- is- like powdered zeolites versus zeolites in liquid? Yeah, what's happened is once you place something in a liquid, uh, you, you create an, an opportunity for oxidation. You also create an opportunity for that, what we call the ion exchange to happen. Remember that if you take uh, you take a a dye, for example. Let's say you take cherry, you know, you squeeze cherries into one half of the water and you, and you have a, a barrier between the second part of the cup. When you raise the barrier, what happens to that cherry coloring? 
it distributes evenly throughout the cup, right? That's called La Chatelier's principle. Well, the same thing's gonna happen when you place a zeolite that contains minerals, light heavy metals, and you put it in water, it's gonna distribute some of those in an equilibrium to the surrounding liquid. And then it's gonna go back and forth. It's gonna create a, a balance of concentration. So that's what happens is the, you're, you're essentially putting it in a fluid, a solvent that's allowing some of those to come out of the zeolite into the liquid. When it's a powder, it hasn't done that yet. But when you put it in your body, there is a risk of that happening because you are liquid. And that's why, even though people tell me, oh, you know, there's no evidence that zeolites, you know, give up heavy metals or, or, or the humic acids. Are, I disagree. There's no evidence because we've never tested it. That's why there's no evidence. I think that if we look deeply enough, if we do the right work, we would find that some of those would get released into the body as opposed to picking them up from the body. And that's what happens. Yeah, so, liquids yeah. allow that transition to happen. Okay. I'm not going to risk that. Wendy. Unless, they're, unless they're cleaned. Unless they're cleaned. Unless they're cleaned yeah. and they're not, they're not there to transition out. Yeah. Back okay, and great. Forth. Yeah. So tell, let's get back to cytodetox. So tell us about some of the science behind cytodetox. Well, some of the, you know, science, one of the things that I, I definitely want to get it to, and I'll, and I'll show you, you can go to learn more at realdetoxnow.com, and there's a video there that um, the viewers here can watch. Uh, so what's new, I mean, and what's exciting about it is, it, one, I got rid of the thing that we all hate because, as I mentioned earlier, I can't stand plastic. So we went to a glass bottle and a glass tincture. So there's nothing, there's no plastic contact here. Cause think about it, it's a binder and you're sticking it in plastic. It just didn't make sense to us, even though zeolites really aren't, you know, go after plasticizers, but all things break down. So over time, you know, plastics at low levels are gonna get into whatever's in a, that's why we don't, we drink out of glass bottles, Again, it's right? it's a liquid issue. It's, yeah, a, liquid. it's a liquid. So that's something cool. I don't know if that's scientific, but that's just a no brainer. Um, you know, with that, we added uh, the fulvic, heavy metal binding fulvic acid, yeah. so fulvates, to be able to um, just have a more broad spectrum um, of binding, because we know fulvates are great heavy metal binders, so we put some of that in. Um, we have uh, a, a clinical dose, seven times um, the um, the moleculized, molecular clinoptolite fragments, just single rooms, double rooms, um, smaller molecular size that are small enough to cross cellular membranes like the gut and in the blood and even into the cells and even in small enough and based on the Daltons that we see that they're small enough even to get into the mitochondria. So these are tiny, tiny um, cages that are able to travel through the different um, or, organ, the systems in the body, the cell, the blood, the gut. So we're covering all those areas, adding some extra heavy metal um, fulvic binders. It'll bind up some other toxins as well. So we just created this uh, more complete system and then adding the liposomal um, cellular transport technology, the patent pending process of the liposomes we created, small liposomes, these are actually the myocells, so these little tiny liposomes to help um, ensure that delivery in, across cellular membranes. So that was super exciting for us. Uh, what else did we, did we love about this um, scientifically? Um, those are the biggest. Everything the biggest. is cleaned, and then it's uh, sized, and it's in a liposome. And then the liposome we created, we used uh, a very clean and highly purified sunflower seed oil, so there's yeah. lack of allergies. It's and actually so sunflower phosphatidylcholine. Yeah, because yeah, usually it's soy. Usually it's genetically yeah. modified soy that's used in the, the phosphatidylcholines. So we didn't, uh, obviously, we're going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we had to make sure we did it, we did it all right. So that's, that's what's cool, you know, and they can go to realdetoxnow.com and, and, and learn more about it, watch a video. 
you know, and I'm really excited to be a part of this little secret project that we've uh, launched. And uh, even though Cyto has been around for Cyto Detox has been around for three, three and a half years, uh, thousands and thousands of practitioners, super excited um, to see what the, the better results that they get, because we're getting we were getting sick results before. Um, so we're excited about, you know, how it's going to help more and more people. And uh, that's raising the bar. Yeah, I'm excited too. I think it, this is a fantastic product. I, I've talked to you at length about it, Warren, and I think it's amazing what you've done. It's your little zeal right there. And I <laughs> I think it's amazing that you made all these improvements on it. And I know you've been wanting to do this for a while and um, you know, just create the very best product that you can so that you can help as many people as you can because you train thousands of doctors who in say. turn help thousands of, of patients Right. using your products, using your methods that you developed over the last decade or and more. So I, I really respect the work that you do and I'm really glad to call you my friend that you're helping as many people as you can with your amazing product. You are one of my besties out of all the, the health experts out there. You're like one of the kindest, sweetest and, and most giving and um, sharing of um, all information you know that's out there. Because Wendy has her own amazing detox um, programs and products and yeah when something's real and it's making a difference, she doesn't care. She just wants to help yeah, people just and want to make it work, want to make a difference. And that's the, and the cool thing is you brought up a really important point and what the viewers need to know is that we train practitioners. So practitioners utilize all of our products. Um, we test it with practitioners and this product is the feedback um, from our practitioners. They said, yes. look, we need, we need something with a broader spectrum. Let's get some more cages in there. Let's have something that we can take that it's going to, have the ability to cross cellular membranes and have some that um, can actually stay in the gut. So some little larger particles, you know, maybe, you know, 30 of these cages that are one big um, fragment that can, you know, do a little binding there as well. So we really developed it based on the feedback that we got from um, this, you know, we're, we're just having a lot of fun. You know, that's why we love the practitioners um, that we work with. Um, at HCF seminars, so a lot of clinical R and D. Yeah, and I've been taking Cyto Detox myself for about six months, and so I'm really, really excited to try the news and improve Cyto Detox, yeah. and and see the results and see my tests after or trying. And I encourage everyone listening to to try it for yourself. I think it's a fantastic detox product in and of itself. Do you want to take it also with a binder? You can, um, okay. you absolutely can. It is a binder in itself. So, and it does have some, you know, enough of the cleanup tool light. So it's going to have some gut binding going on. It's going to get into the bile. So we created a broad spectrum so it could be taken alone. Do I love taking, uh, some great activated carbon, uh, that's super clean? Yes. You know, I do that a lot, but it doesn't have to be taken that way. No, it can be a standalone product that you can take. Um, you can cycle on and off of it. There's uh, lots of different ways to do that. In the directions that folks get when uh, they learn more at realdetoxnow.com, they can find some of that, those answers and solutions in there. So there was something I was going to say to that, but you know, we'll be on again. So sure. I'll, I'll, I'll cage that one for a minute. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, well, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Is there anything else that you want to share that perhaps we haven't talked about yet? I think we covered it. No, I'm excited. I'm I'm excited for everybody there. I'm excited, you know, for you know everything we're going to do together in the future. I know Wendy, you're doing a lot of great things um, coming up as well, and uh, so we're just excited to be on this uh, mission together. So yes. thank you, thank you 
fun for listening. Absolutely. And everyone, thank you so much for joining us for the Live to 110 podcast. You can learn more about me at MyersDetox.com. You can watch this video podcast on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Wendy Myers. Thanks for taking a minute of your time to go leave a review on iTunes because that will help me reach more people with my message about the importance of detoxification to live a long, healthy, disease-free and medication-free life, which is the goal, right? So thanks so much for listening and I will talk to you very, very soon. Mm -hmm.